This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey guys, welcome back to the MVM show. This is Titus and with my co-host Thomas and Travis. Howdy, howdy. What's going on, everybody? All right, guys, we got a topic... uh, we already had this planned, and uh, I've noticed uh, in the middle before this even happened that there was a bunch of um, p- podcasts that dropped and a lot of stuff going on in social media and Facebook that it was already going on. So I was like, eh, sit there and debate, like, should I do this now that someone's already dropped the podcast? But it is different listeners and different people. So we will go ahead and talk about today um, etiquette and duck hunting, and that is a hot topic because a lot of people are wanting to change the mind of people, you know what I mean? Like they're like, what can we do? How can we bond? To, you know, get together and change the mindset because it's like, how do you go about that? So, what Eti- we want etiquette in public land hunting, right? Yeah, and so how do we want to go about that? You know, like how can we approach that? Can we change it? You know, it's not going to happen overnight, but is it going to take five years, ten years, if we keep preaching this from podcasts, from YouTube channels? You know, Instagram, Facebook, is that something that can happen, you think, Travis? Yeah, I don't know. I think, you know, it starts with the younger generation. You know, I, you see, uh, it would be interesting to have somebody in here that's hunted for 40 years, have them come in and see how they've, how they, their perspective of ducking has changed. You know, what, I thought how, that's how long you've hunted. <laughs> <laughs> it, some days it feels like it, trust me. You know what I'm saying? But you get some guy that's, that's hunted for 40, 50 years, you know, how has it changed for him? That'd be interesting to yeah. a topic, you know, because you got this influx of, of newer hunters, I think, you know, with the with the Duck Dynasty type of thing, not blaming mm-hmm. them at all, but, you know what I'm saying, there was more exposure, and it was a cool thing to do, and so you got this uh, next generation of hunters coming in, you know what I'm saying, and maybe some things have changed a little bit, um, you know, but what's the future going to hold? You know, I think that's what's important. What's what's the future of, here's, of Duck Dynasty? Here's and, my question. How's it going to be perceived? Here's my question. <clears throat> Everybody knows that there's an older generation of duck hunters that have been around for a long time, and now there's... You know, everybody says whatever you want to call them, uh, duck commander hunters or tailgate, blah, blah, blah. You know, there's a lot of trash and smack talk concerning 
the newer duck hunters and the younger generation as a whole. But if that's the case, and and a lot of people talk about them in a bad way like that, where are all these uh, guys going to learn, you know, etiquette or how to be a good ethical duck hunter and respect their neighbor and, you know, think about the other guy, not just them, not, not do all this, this, you know, garbage that you see sometimes at refuges. You know what I mean? If there's a, if there's a, already a, what's the, yeah, I guess you could say stigma. I I mean, uh, uh, a negative look towards all the new people, basically. Mm -hmm. If the older guys that's been around and hunted for a long time aren't going to help them out, who who's going to? Is right. it gonna be guys on YouTube? Is it or they're just not gonna be? Are they just gonna hunt with their twelve, fifteen year old, seventeen, eighteen year old buddies? Figure it out on their own and and start a whole new type of duck hunting. Does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? Like most of the time in hunting, you know, you either have your dad or your uncle or a, an older figure teach you, you know, kind of show you the ropes. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you in the middle of you saying that is, okay, do you think because of some of the, not, I shouldn't say social media, but TV shows, YouTube, stuff like that, which TV goes back farther than YouTube, obviously. Do you think these guys said, hey, that looks cool. Like someone we had on on this podcast, I can't remember who it was, was talking about how, oh, I think it was uh, Chris. But anyways, he was saying how all of a sudden when that, like 2000, 2001, whenever that was, Duck Dynasty came out, mm-hmm. he said all these people were coming in literally buying everything, the whole setup for duck hunting. they never been. Benelli's. And di- yes, and didn't know anybody that had been. So they were completely going out in the, in the dark. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if that's what created these guys that don't know the etiquette. It's not that they're being rude or jerks. They don't know the etiquette. Because no one's taught them because they like went out by themselves. To me, some stuff is common sense, right? Yeah. Like you should just have common sense. They're but, just, you know, common sense isn't so common anymore. Yeah, either. it's not. <laughs> so I just wonder if that's what it created in the older generation always had grandpa and dad and Uncle yeah. Joe that were taking it was a them heritage out. of hunting. So yeah, maybe it was more like that. And now it's yeah. more just... Because dude, think about it, dude. This generation's honestly a very feminized generation. And there's not as many dads that are taking their sons hunting. Yeah. And some of these kids want to go hunting now. Well, you the know, thing is, this generation that's, that's coming up right now, that's the future of the sport. They're, they're the next right, generation right, of, of, of duck hunting. So if they're mm-hmm. bad... And so what's what, gonna, what, what will they pass on? Yeah. But we have to have them. If we're going right. to keep uh, the waterfowl heritage, um, you know, support our public land, support our refuges, we have to have this younger generation. Right. I mean, do you think a lot of those old old codgers care about it? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because look at you go. Let's be real for a minute. If you go out duck hunting, was that was that etiquette calling them codgers? <laughs> <laughs> so okay. disrespectful. So man, we need to talk to him. Oh, my younger generation, Gen Xers. <laughs> okay. Well, if you don't know what a codger is, just go out to some refuges, and there's some crusty old men. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mm. don't look like they've taken a shower and since Slept last in duck season with their <laughs> since last duck season. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But seriously, you know, most of the time there's not a ton of people, at least around here, that will want to spend a lot of time 
in helping you out the right way if they don't know you. You know what I mean? I'm sure there's a lot of exceptions to that rule. Yeah, but we're talking about how we can do that. Like, we can say no one's going to help no one, but what can we do? You know what I mean? No, I'm not saying that nobody does. I'm sure there is, but I'm just saying, let's just say I'm 18, never stepped foot on a public refuge before, just got a shotgun, hardly have ever shot it. My dad don't hunt. We live in the city. We didn't come up on a farm or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Maybe my other friend said, hey, let's start hunting. You know what I mean? They don't know. They don't know literally anything. And yeah. like you're saying, they don't know etiquette. I think what's really important, like you, you saying that made me think of something as far as like YouTube. I'm saying YouTube is such a big thing now and everybody sees how these people are acting on YouTube. Well, what are you going to emulate? What you see you know, them doing? Um, so I think that's you know there's some some probably responsibility there for people on YouTube to to have the right approach and and show these these young people how to act you know what I'm saying and um, different things like that yeah so that that was kind of a good uh, I would say a foundation to get into the actual yeah. topics um, that's very good actually and I don't know did we really finish what Thomas was saying about if you got an 18 year old that's just bought all this stuff. Have you ever seen those posts on hardcore waterfowler where like a young guy will say I'm brand new to it? Yeah. And and I from what I've noticed people were willing to help that guy. Yeah. You I think in social media you see a broad spectrum. You got people that are willing to to help and you know and give insight and then there's other people like, you know what? Uh learn on your own, you know what I'm saying? Or Yeah. So you got the whole gauntlet of I mean, of people. it's kind of both, right? You can't I just so. you can't just be like all this, you're going to take me under your wing and he's going to show me all his best stuff and this and this and that. But there's still a lot of stuff that people can do to help, you know, a new guy out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Experience is the best teacher, but right. it always helps to have somebody to, you know, to show you the way, show you the ropes. Okay. So first, first, uh, Dylan Trouse wrote out a lot of these and some of them, the, several of them I had too. So we'll, we'll just work through them together. There's a lot of good ones here, ones I've never heard talked on some a me, lot that I have I mean let me say one more thing I don't you think though that the biggest thing would be would be attitude like your attitude if you were new mm-hmm. like having a having a good like oh yeah sincere, respectful sincere respectful questioning humble yeah like yeah. you know just be on open and honest and like hey you know yeah whether you have a question or maybe this guy you might be able to hunt with him sometime yeah. or just whatever it is. Those are those good are the guys, attitude yeah. goes along. Those ways. are those are the guys that are going to get help. You yeah. know. Yeah. And I've yeah. seen them helped. I have seen people actually take them out. So, so the first the first uh, conversation piece here is how close is too close? How close is well, too close? Well, I could speak from personal experience in a, in a sense. Um, I remember one time when I, uh, it's it's been a long time ago, but um, this guy came out there and he set up, never said a word. I didn't even hear him come in and um, got set up there hunting for a while. He never never said anything, but then I had a teal pass in between us. Never knew the guy was there. He had to know I was there. I had my decoy spread out. And was um, it dark? No, no. This was, this was afternoon. This was nah early morning, but not at first light. You know, I'm I'd been there a while. I shot oh, several birds. He was coming in late then. I don't know if he came in late or what, but all of a sudden I, I uh, uh. a teal swung low over the tulies. You know, there was nobody in that pond when I came in there. I was the first one in there, and I pull up and I fire. He's like, hey, you just shot me. And I'm like, he had to know I was there. So why why are you that close? Right. Why are you that close? Um, safety is the biggest well, thing. Well, what was your response? 
I'm like, I didn't know you were there, and, and I don't understand why you set up on top of me. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they then, make up every excuse starts. in the... Yeah, it makes... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, how close is too close? You know what I'm saying? I know there's a there's a certain distance they tell us. What is it, 100, 100 yards? Or, I don't think it's... I don't even know what that is, but that seems awfully close. It is close. 150 yards seems really close. So, it is close. But, I mean, yeah. I guess we try to pick the less for the two evils. Like, okay, we know we're in free roam, meaning anybody can go anywhere... And and technically, you're not going to get a ticket for being too close. Yeah. But this is what we're talking about etiquette. Like how, like how close do you want to be to somebody, Travis? Like minimum, bare minimum. How close would you feel? Like okay, I don't really want to be this close. Like of course we're going to say 500 yards or yeah, exactly. a mile. But in reality, if you have this is something you have to deal with, which it is can uh-huh. be. What are you okay? That's all right. I can deal with that. Yeah. You know, what I think the biggest thing is is that person's attitude. And how they yeah. hunt, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I've had people come sit up on me, they sky bust, mm. you know, they, they call nonstop. They, you know what I'm saying? They yeah. just, it's, they're, they're annoying people to even be close to. Mm-hmm. And that would drive you crazy. But I've had other people that came in close and I'm like, they're like, hey, I'm right here. Is this okay? You know, they ask, they're, yeah. they're polite. They ask, am I too close to you? Um, and uh, you know what I'm saying? And people like that I can respect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we, we come to a, like a mutual agreement in the pond, like, you know what? Let's let the birds work. You know, if they're working you, yeah. I'm not going to try to pull them off you. So you basically me, talked. So, you, so you had so, conversation. Yeah, you, you, you talk like normal human beings see, instead of what, screaming and yelling at I each think, other, which I've screamed and yelled at well, people. Well, yeah. <laughs> I've had my, had my times where you get into it. But the thing the thing is, is, is for someone listening to this, if you don't know the etiquette, if you see a flashlight somewhere, instead of pretending you don't see the flashlight, you know, you're better off... If you're better off to say, hey, man, you know, um, I'm going to hunt in this area, like how far, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to lie. There's been times that I seen the light and I didn't get too close to him. That's not what I'm saying at all. Like I was, I went the other way, but I should have said, hey, man, you know, um, we're going to go this way. Are you cool with that? Instead of just acting like there's nothing behind that flashlight. But I've had Mm -hmm. the instance where people walk right, literally right through my decoys it turned around and set up not 50 yards from me. That's so Well, here's the question. Uh when you when you see a flashlight like that, how how long until you do say something to them? If they're coming right at you? Yeah. Because we I mean, what? Last year we had that happen. Yeah. We're okay, here's even a better question. Let's say you're in a pond and you know the pond fairly well. Uh if they're set up in the middle of this massive pond that multiple groups of people could hunt in, do you, I mean, you know what I mean? I guess what I'm trying to say is when somebody's trying to take up a whole pond and there could be three or four groups in that pond and they try to take up the largest space before shoot time as they can, what do you do about that? Not really. I mean, I think it's kind of the same. Well, to be honest with you, I've done I've done all kinds of things. You know what I'm saying? If I know the pond, I know the birds are going a certain place. I've cut people off before. Not not getting close to where they're at, but just uh-huh. knowing the refuge. I've right. been in a pot that was a spot that was more advantageous for me. Uh-huh. But what do you? But how's that cutting them off? What do you mean you're cutting them off? Well, 
the thing you, is, is you, you know where the birds are trafficking. You know how the birds work the pond, and you know what I'm saying, setting up in a more advantageous place. But I I'm know, just being honest with you, right? You but know what I'm, saying? I'm not but trying to I, no, 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 to deny that. But I've, that's not really cutting them off. I'm thinking cut off as in someone's already there, and you come in in front of them. Is that what you're talking about? Or are you just saying you know where the birds are working and you got there quick? Yeah. I mean, but they're on a pond. You say it may be the same pond, but you know, at, at a well, distance away, that's un- but here's the thing, not Travis, safe. If they don't know the direction, the flight of the birds, how can you really say you're cutting them off? If you've hunted that refuge your whole life and you know the pattern of the birds, yeah. But that doesn't mean if the wind's from the south that they they, they could be coming from a whole other direction. True. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you would take that into account. I'm just um, what I'm saying is how close is too close, right? So let's say you have a real big pond. Dude, if they're coming right at me and there's no toolies in between us, you right. got to say something right away. Right. Like, hey, guys, what's going on? I mean, if it's yeah. early morning and it's just a flashlight, you can't – it looks are deceiving. They may look no, like – I'm talking about yeah. something like last year when it's open water and no, they're I know. walking directly to us. You just say, hey, man, what's – like what's up? We're yeah. set up over here. You we're know? set up. We're what's right going here. On? We're, 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 yeah. we're here. And, but that's the thing. That's where their etiquette was wrong. Well, too close is why are you... they walking right at you? There's no toolies in between you. Where are yeah. they going to go? Right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Those are common sense to me. That's common yeah. sense. And too close is when you, when you when you're putting that person in danger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If a bird flies low between you, you both fire. Right. And one of you are, are in danger of being hit. You know what I'm saying? I don't wear safety glasses when I'm out there. No, but I'd hate to get hit in the eye with a uh, with a BB. Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But so put a yardage on it. I mean, I think it varies, but like, I could deal with 150 yards. Is, is that what I want? No, not really. Yeah. But there's been ponds we're in with super thick tulies. Yeah. You can't even hear those guys calling hardly because there's the wall of tulies. Well, is they could so be much. facing a different direction. Exactly. Too. I mean, if you're hunting different directions or whatever, yeah, that plays a part, a factor too. Yeah. So it comes out, I think it comes out of safety with that issue. You know what I'm yeah. Saying? Yeah. So I wouldn't want to get hit in the eyeball. Like but here's, I don't want to jump, but I think it kind of goes, why, why do you want to hunt the same or that close to somebody else? You know what I mean? Like, why do you want to hunt almost, almost together, but not, you know what I mean? Well, well I think well, if, if somebody's on the X, you know what I'm saying? And, and they're consistently dropping birds. Yeah. Sometimes people will come in right on top of you. But the other thing yeah. is, too, and this is, I'm not trying to hop subjects either, but, you know, if you see people dropping birds, you know at some point they're going to limit out. Yeah. At least they should. Right, right. right. Backfill. Well, yeah. Well, let's wait on that topic. But uh, the other thing is, too, though, Travis, you know, like I'm saying, not wide open ponds, but something that's very heavily brushy or tulies or trees, where if the people are in the timber, whatever, 150 yards could be a long ways technically in that situation yeah. because it's so thick. You'll ne- you wouldn't know if someone was there. Yeah, you couldn't see in their flashlight. You're probably not going to hear them. But open water, you hear uh, like voices carry off the water. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and it's the perception, of, like you said, of how far that flashlight it's is. Situational. Away. It is situational. But common sense is the biggest factor, I think, in that whole thing. True. And safety. Safety. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, another topic is if birds are working someone else, do you call? That's. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Have we done it? Well, yeah. I mean, here's a, what happens when there's birds working. Everybody's calling. But is that bad etiquette to do that though? Because isn't the goal is who can call <laughs> better the best. is going to get the birds to land? 
And technically, where the birds want to land is where they're going to land. Yeah, what yeah. about where the bird wants to go? That's really the bottom line. We've mm-hmm. talked about that so many times. Mm-hmm. The guys, the birds want to be, don't probably going to have to call it on. They're going to land there. And a lot of times, sometimes, though, too, it's not where anybody's calling. Right. That's what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. Those guys won't even have to. If that's where the birds want. Yeah. yeah. Too, I think it's a lot of times it's your attitude. You know what I'm saying? Because I've seen people post on social media, you know, I'll suck your birds away from you, you know? Yeah. It's like that's their whole that whole attitude, I think, to start out is wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, if birds are coming in, you know, and they're they're up there and they look workable, and you start calling, the other guy starts calling. Basically, it comes down to where the words birds want to be, and you know what I'm saying, yeah. and your your setup. There's a lot of factors that come into play with it. I don't well, think, I don't see anything wrong with that. I think that's a total different thing though than shooting swinging birds that are working in another spread. That's a completely that's on two different playing fields to me though. Don't you think? I mean, you I say mean if, you if birds have, are at sixty yards. No, and I'm some saying. Guy let's say we off have. You got birds up. Let's say we have birds working. The last swing. Let's say we have birds working, and we're here. You got a group of guys a hundred yards over there, and a group of guys a hundred yards on the other side of you, and you guys are calling them. That's different that, to me than we have guys over here seventy five yards, and as they're circling their spread, they swing eh, fifty yards in front of us, and we take shots at them. Now the birds are gone. Yeah. That's that is completely different to me cuz not not only are you taking stupid shots those guys aren't you know you're wasting their you're ruining their hunt too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. I mean, don't you think? Yeah. I agree. I concur. I mean, dude, how, we've had that happen plenty of times. How frustrating is that? Yeah. I mean, if somebody else is calling, yeah, whatever. But people are shooting sky busts at birds that are working us. No, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not okay. Or, or you know, you got these birds, you know, they're on their last their last pass, and then yeah. you're somebody fire off, and you look you look where the shot came from. Maybe they're relatively close, and you're like, what are they shooting at? Mm-hmm. The, the only birds you see are, you know, right. 80, 90 yards high, and, and somebody's just cracking well, off around because... That, and that's where I was thinking, because it's like, that's really tough... If birds are in 40, 50 yards away from someone else, that's really, you start getting on the line of, I'm not saying it's right to shoot them if they're swinging over them, but what's ridiculous is it's, in, I mean, it's literally ridiculous. If someone's shooting at birds 80, 90 yards high, that is stupid. Or are they just shooting to shoot? Oh, I don't think so. I think people try, dude. We know people. Yeah. <laughs> we know people <laughs> that openly yeah. admit. Yeah. How, how fr- I mean, that just ruins everything, though. How many times last year did we have birds on a string, here they come, literally three more seconds, and then the next blind over, boom, boom. And it blows your mind that they even shot at those birds. Yeah. Yeah. It happened probably a dozen times one day. Last year, remember? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm just trying and, to and that's think. Just one, I'm just trying to one. think of how you can. <laughs> I mean, we don't. I don't want to just always refer to what irritates us. It's yeah. just common. Like, right? How how do you get somebody maybe that don't know? I'm trying to put myself in someone else's mind. I'm just gonna pretend someone that shoots at birds eighty or ninety yards hard. I'm not exaggerating, guys. That list are listening. I know people that are listening have seen that. I'm trying to put myself in their shoes and think, what are they thinking? Are they thinking they're about just judge at distance? 
Are they just... I don't think they're thinking, oh, I'm trying to ruin somebody's hunt. No. I'm just thinking they're just opportunist and like <laughs> like any chance we get, we're going to crack it off. Or is it, it just a bad blind and that's the closest bird that's flown by? And Yeah. I mean, hey, they're having I haven't that. shot in two hours. Yeah. I don't know. I, it, fails to, it, yeah. it fails to be known. I don't know. But guys, I mean, how, how do you put that in words, Travis, to what is in range? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying every bird has to land... We can get on a big argument. People always want to talk about if you don't get them to land in your spread, you're not a real duck hunter. That is a bunch of garbage. Like I'm sorry. I don't think that's going to happen too often in California at public public land it's hunting. Not. It's not, and it doesn't. It's a make, rare day, and we're not being defensive. We're not trying to defend. No, California the ducks are hunters. super wary, and you've seen it. Some guy shoots clean across a refuge, and and the birds flare every time. I've never not seen them do that. Yeah, they, they you, just. When you see birds coming on a string toward you, you are praying that nobody, nobody on that whole refuge exactly. fires a shot. Because exactly. if they do, it ain't happening. It's over. And that's the good thing about having real windy days, cold windy days, because that wind blocks so much yeah, sound. Exactly. That there, you notice that's not very much of a factor. But we don't exactly live in a wind tunnel. Yeah. When we do, though, boy, we get a north wind, man. It, it sure could helps. happen. Yep. Yeah. It could be lights out. So, yeah, I mean. I don't know if we got off topic on that one, but that was definitely that's a that's a, I mean that's a point to bring up, you know. Yeah. Anyways, um, okay. This I don't know if I should go over that one again because we kind of talked about it. it says what do you, what do you do when someone sets up on top of you or cuts you off? I mean we kind of covered that yeah, already. You just so we'll go on the next one. Is it okay to ask someone where they hunted? Who are we so, talking about? Are you talking about friends or uh, just maybe, guys that you I think see? maybe like somebody's walking out of a, you know walking out of a pond, you know, um I wouldn't have, ask it. Have you ever been have you ever been asked um uh, where were you guys set up yeah, at? Absolutely. You know. And I don't like that. Yeah. Do I mean, you? No. I wouldn't ask that though, Travis. <laughs> I've never I've never would do that. Yeah. In life, just in life in general. Yeah. Okay. If I don't want to be asked the question. I don't ask people don't a question. Ask and I'm not talking about just duck hunting. I'm talking about anything. Yeah. Like, if I don't want that, someone to ask me that, I'm not going to do that. No. So, I'm not, I don't know, because I've heard people say that it's okay to ask that sometimes, and some people will tell you. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Californians are headhunters and don't care about nobody. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't believe that's true, though. I think anywhere, I don't think that's etiquette. How can you Is really? It? How can you really hide where you were, though? Well, I'm just Let saying. If you, you if you if you have you ever been walking out and you have birds on wrapped around you, you know what I'm saying? I don't ask people. I'll compliment people like, "Hey, you look like you did really good." You know what I'm saying? Like you had a good day. But I won't. I'll. I'll <laughs> my, my, my line is. <laughs> what do they do? What do you? What do they do when you say that? They're like, yeah, Always ask go, Did you guys leave any birds for us? You know what I'm saying? But I don't. I don't say, "Hey, which pond were you in?" You know. And they ain't going to tell you. That's They're yeah. not going to, after you, oh, good job. They're not yeah. going to say, oh, yeah, we were over there. Like that, that. Have you ever had that happen? People ask me? No, no. People tell you where they were. I don't ask them. I know, but I'm saying, <laughs> but you don't, they, they wouldn't tell you anyways. Even they probably you would, you know. It's like that little that little meme on Facebook where that little little boy's got a funny face in it. It says, they asked me where I caught my fish yeah. at in the water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of a rude question. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, that and we're talking about etiquette. So I like, mean, but is that yeah. proper etiquette. But the thing though, that's with that's with anything, right? That's like your fishing spot. You got your best fishing spot. Are you going to tell everybody about it? I mean, no. you might tell. You might take somebody. Every fisherman there. lies where they where they caught fish. Yeah, right. they all do. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, but it, but let's go on the flip side of it. Is that is that rude and unwilling to help? Is that improper etiquette? Did somebody show? Did somebody show you that spot? Well, if Travis, well, if I, I think, went with Travis. I think the thing is, you know, what I'm saying was, and I think that's one of the questions we'll talk about later. But if somebody shows you a spot, you know, what I'm saying, and takes you there. You know what I'm saying? It's like, is it okay to tell everybody else where that where that spot's at? It's just like yeah. asking, like, where did you hunt? You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I wouldn't ask somebody personally, you know, where where they hunted or whatever. Now, if I see somebody dropping birds, of course I'm gonna keep my eye on that spot. Well, there you go. It, you know, there you go. Because and that's, that's the other thing we know for a fact that that's happened to us when we're doing good. And we know there are hunters out there. It ain't coincidence someone's in that same spot the next hunt day. Yeah. I don't believe it is. Well, I mean, we've done the same thing though. Now, you know what I'm saying I think it's oh, yeah. it's, just, it's just the cycle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if it's a spot and that, that spot looks like it's producing, of course. And that's that's perfectly fine, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's oh, like totally. if, if you, you get a reservation it's not your or spot. yes, it's nobody not a, owns no, a spot. If they, if they yeah. beat you there, they had a better resi and they get there. Yeah. More power to them, exactly. dude. That's the advantage of that. That's right. what that's what the system's there for. Exactly. Now free for, I think a lot of our big actually I don't think I absolutely know Really, the big deal with, we say public land hunting. Well, of course, all these refuges we hunt are public land. But when you have blinds that are assigned, yeah, that's there different. is no issue there. There is no issue. No. So we we don't want to make you it's, guys it's, think that yeah. everything is so it's bad in California. versus what we say, We say free roam. That means anyone can go there. You're not locked in. Like Whereas if it's a blind, you, like some of you guys in the Midwest or back east or whatever, you have what's like a draw. And you drew that blind. No one else can come in. You have no worries. You can sleep in the truck till whenever it's getting close to shooting time. It's yours. And you don't have to worry about it. It's so stress-free. We're referring to like maybe an Arkansas timber where whoever has the fastest boat can get out there or who can ride their bike the fastest or run the fastest to the pond. That's what we're talking about. There's yeah. usually a quota, right? Yeah. For whatever refuge you're at, you know, in, in free roam areas, there's usually a number... Uh, a quota that the how many people they'll let in, and to specific parking lots too. But that doesn't limit you if you park in one parking lot from walking clean across the refuge. You know what I'm saying? Oh no, nothing. Yeah, just because yeah, because it's locked down, don't mean you can't go. Yeah, exactly. In that other area. Yeah, if you're willing to to do the walk. And some people might do that just to. I don't know. <laughs> it probably doesn't matter, <laughs> but might be thinking a little too deep in on that one. But all right, so to roll right into the. So the next one from the last question is, is it okay to take others where someone took you, like their secret spot? <laughs> I don't really think there's no secret spots. Well, I shouldn't say that because maybe a good spot may last two weeks. Yeah. Like it's hot right now and then it's gone. You know what I mean? So I don't know. That's kind of hard. Don't you think that's kind of hard out here where we hunt to really have a secret spot? Yeah, I guess it is. Um because like you said, if other people are anywhere within the vicinity and seeing birds fall out of the sky. Yeah, that's where they're which is easy to do. Go, you know, or I mean, think about it. you know, you're saying you and it's kinda hard. It depends on which refuge you're hunting, but some refuges you can tell where the shooting's yeah. coming from mm-hmm. 
versus other ones where you're like, oh yeah, they're from that direction, but maybe it's assigned pawns or blinds, so you don't know specifically which one is is shooting, you know. And I guess we don't have to use the word secret spot, but just no. a spot you've been doing good at. Yeah. And then you, and then you, someone takes you out there you've never been there, didn't even know it existed, and then the next hunt day you show out there with a bunch of your buddies, and now you're stuck not getting to go because that is kind of messed up. Yeah. It's not yours. No. But I'm saying, if they didn't know about it and they're hunting there the next hunt day... Most of the time, guys going to be like, you better not tell anybody about this spot or, <laughs> yeah. or if you come here, you're hunting with me type <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's nothing wrong with not... with. I think that's etiquette. It's not yours. We're not saying it's locked down. It's my spot. Yeah. But if people ain't hunting and you're whacking birds out of there and that's a Saturday and come Wednesday... This dude and two other buddies or three other buddies show up there. I don't think there's nothing wrong. I'm not saying you have to do this, but I don't think there's nothing wrong with like, hey, dude, we were gonna hunt that. Just so you know, don't don't you think? I don't know. Do you need to do that? But I mean, I would do that. Yeah. I, honestly, if it was me, if you took me out there, it's Wednesday. But, but if we hunted, if we hunted on a Saturday. And I, I'm working during the weekend, and you're not well, working. Well, yeah, I know that. You know what I'm saying? Like, who but cares? You, I know that. I, no, I couldn't think of anything. And I'm of it saying anyways. I wouldn't care. Yeah. Like, if it was me and my, the spot I found, I'm like, yeah, go ahead. What am I going to do? But, exactly. I mean, but it's like, I'm going out. <laughs> I pull in there, and it's Dingling, who was just, went, I just took him out there. That's kind of, <laughs> he's been hunting some other refuge 30 miles away, and all of a sudden he shows it. I mean, it's kind of like, ah, okay, dude, that was kind of, <laughs> I think that's kind of messed up. Don't you? Maybe it depends on who it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Mm, I think you're not answering that because I think you did that a little bit last year. <laughs> I never stole your spots. No, not mine. I know somebody that was a little. <laughs> At me? Really? Oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. They weren't mad or nothing, but they were just like, hey, what do you tell us? <laughs> I'm but so people, lost right now. <laughs> no, no, no. We should should we not talk about this on air? No, no, no. Can we edit this? Oh, we can cut this out. No, <laughs> I'm not saying you had bad etiquette though. That's not an all day. Trust me. I was just bringing something up. It's funny. But anyways, um, you already hunt the refuge. I'm just talking about. You, this is where you always hunt. You come over here. Where can you just get off this topic? This is not going anywhere. <laughs> Travis is not answering this next question at all. For some reason. All right. Uh, ooh, this. Okay, guys. This is a hot topic. I shouldn't say a hot topic. I don't really hear people even talking about this. This is, a, what's the word? It's a, what's the word phrase I'm wanting to use? It's Taboo? like, it's not, uh, no. It's like, well, I'll just ask the question. It's kind of like a dicey type question. What do you do if your friends practice unlawful hunting practices? Just don't say anything. <laughs> Thomas no, is always like the little I, evil one. I'm over just kidding. I, I'm just trying to lighten the mood up. Guys. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, that's not okay. Period. There's no. There's not really much of a question there. There's I don't know. Just, Why are you I, looking at me like that? I just. I, I look at it like this. <laughs> I should be recording these. Uh, so I look you guys like, can see what the looks are in here. I, I look at it like this. It's called a law for you know a saying? reason. If 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 you if you consistently hunt a refuge, and you're hunting with somebody and they do something that's not lawful, right, and and you know it, what happens if 
if the you know if the game warden comes out, they check them. What do you think they're gonna think about you being with that person? If they if they catch them doing something wrong, if they catch them doing something wrong, what do you think they're gonna think about you? They're gonna check all your your stuff. You're you're just as bad as that person. I think that's Mm -hmm. what that that that, if I was a game warden, that's the way I would view Mm -hmm. it. You know, and and is it worth it? No, to do something totally unlawful because if you get caught, what's 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 the long term consequences of it gonna be, dude? That's the thing about that. Not being able to hunt, losing your license, a, getting your a, gun is, taken is, away. At a minimum, a ticket. Is a mallard or two extra that maybe you had uh, worth it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is Absolutely not. That's scary if and you think about it. And the scope of the thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And the broad scope of... Dude, yeah. can you imagine the beginning of the season you're with somebody that's doing something stupid? You both get in trouble, even though maybe you didn't do nothing. Yeah. Which they would probably have to prove, I guess. Or but, say somebody shot some bird that wasn't even like, a, you know, yes. they weren't supposed to shoot. And like, now they took the your license away for the year and you couldn't hunt the rest of the year. Can you imagine that? Mm-mm. Like, honestly. No. That would be like that the worst punishment. That would be terrible. That'd be like the worst punishment you yeah. ever deal with. No, I mean, and if you have a great day, if you limit anyway, I mean, when I shoot seven, I'm like, I am 100% satisfied. Right. Like honestly, five, and I'm like, I'm good. Like, but you limit out, and it's like, man, that's a, that's awesome. You it was know, a great yeah. Game. Like, I I've never really, I I guess that's not not something I really struggled with that much. Like, oh yeah, I just want to shoot more. You know? Yeah. No. I mean, you you shoot your limits. Like, man, that's what a great day. You know? Uh huh. What I mean, what about uh, what about? There's lots of other things we could talk about about that. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about them though, because there is a lot of topics on that. No one really talks about that. Because, <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> do, we, do we want to right now? <laughs> I don't know. Like sometimes, like you know, so, I mean, and, no, no, no. You know, so, here's well, the thing. Say if you're out there and somebody's like, oh, you know, there's no birds flying. Let, uh, let me shoot a blackbird. I'm gonna shoot a blackbird, or and you know, let's blow away these coots and just you know, what I'm saying. What are you talking about? But I'm just saying, is that is that ethical? To just, you know what I'm saying? Coots are, you can shoot coots You legally. can shoot coots, but, but just to leave them lay out there, is that is that Well, no. Ethical? Oh, to shoot birds and lay? No, definitely yeah. not. Or blast black blackbirds out of the sky because you're bored. Is that is that no. okay to do? Because in a sense, what are you doing if somebody else had birds it's working not, and they flare them? You know no, what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. And you're not supposed to be shooting blackbirds. Coots, of course you can shoot them, but I mean, how do you guys feel about just shooting something out and just like leaving it out there in the blind? I mean, you shouldn't just shoot stuff and let it lay, right? But I mean, I I I don't see. I mean, maybe you shouldn't do it, but to me, that's not as wrong as some other things that we could talk about. You know what I mean? How many times, dude, when it's like one o'clock, there hasn't been a bird in the sky for three hours? You know what I mean? Like, does it really hurt anything? No, I would I would say no. It don't. It don't. That don't bother me. But there's some other stuff that definitely. Does. I mean, and <laughs> I don't see why I'm getting this look right now. But look at <laughs> he's playing the devil's advocate. <laughs> look at, no, he's playing the I'm devil's playing advocate. advocate. Yeah. Okay, look. No, it's good though. That's you good can conversation. shoot 25 coots a day. Exactly. So, do I feel bad about that? Absolutely not. Shoot all. Just shoot them lay. all. Just letting it lay. A coot? I'm not gonna eat it. I'll tell anybody that right now. <laughs> I'm not gonna eat it. No, you can Do decide. Eat them. <laughs> you can. De- okay, look at when things are pest. That's a different story. That's like that's is, like why, shooting. Why, that's why, like yeah. shooting a ground squirrel. Why is there a limit of twenty five? Why is there limit twenty five? Is because they're so abundant, or is because they're a nuisance and they need to be? Uh, I don't. I don't know why it's twenty five. 
but it should be a thousand. I don't, I don't feel bad to shoot a squirrel and let it lay. I don't True. feel bad to shoot a coot and let it lay. You yeah. have a good point. I mean, it's not. I, I I'm, that, just, I'm just trying, the, to, trying that, to have provocative the, the, conversation. No, no, no that no, is provocative. It is. But there's, there's nothing productive about a coot. It's not like a, a bird that you could that has good meat or fish but people or have, anything else. People that, swear that no, they're great I eating. mean, you can, but I'm not have going to. Have you tried to. them? Have I tried it? Yeah. Don't knock it. No. Okay, why wouldn't you try Why wouldn't you? I'm not saying I wouldn't try it, but when they smell the it's way like they chicken. smell. <laughs> they don't stink. <laughs> yes, they do. Spoonies stink, dude. Shovelers stink. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone harasses me like I'm the spoonie guy. I think my toss. Dude, they stink. I, I think there I think a lot of people would agree in in letting coots lay. Probably reason because we're, that we're even quite debatable. Dis- well, probably reason because we're quite the same thing as. Am because- I going out there and going boom, 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 shooting coots all day? No, I don't personally want to shoot a coot. I don't want to even see a coot out there. Well, I don't either. <laughs> you know what I mean? But and, and I never go out there specifically trying to shoot coots. Do you, do, you, do you see the difference, though? You see the difference? Like I'm I not see no difference. Shut up. <laughs> Travis, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> there, there's people that would be go out there and be wasteful or whatever, but that's a that's a completely different. No, thing. you did bring up a good point, though. We kill ground squirrels. I'm trying to think of something else. Like we shoot more for. I I had it too. Crows. No, there's a season on those. There's a season on them. Yeah. Are you going to eat a crow? Coyotes. Actually, I will. Coyotes. Really? You keep, Do you eat coyotes? No. 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 You sell their fur? You can, but we don't. No. Well, we keep it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I know what you're saying. I I agree with you. But do you shoot a deer and let it lay? No, listen. The reason we are even f- dancing around this and Travis isn't saying much is because the way this generation has made it Honestly, in my opinion, I think it's went too over the top with everything you kill, you got to eat. I yeah. think it's went over the top of that. Yeah. And it's only been like that in the last couple of years. It's kind of annoying, actually. Like, it's like, if I ain't going to eat it, I'm not going to shoot it. It's yeah, like, okay, exactly. I get you on that, but don't try to tell me you've never shot a ground squirrel. Don't try to tell me as a kid you didn't have your red riders shooting birds, birds, in your birds and sparrows and everything else that aren't legal to do. Let's not be self-righteous here. And I think that's the biggest issue in all this etiquette thing is people are trying to act holier than thou and self-righteous that they've always made the right decisions. And I'm not saying we stay in that old place. We need to come out of it and grow and be better people. But let's not get, let's not go over top. And I think PETA and all these other tree-hugging, bird-loving, everything you can think of, Liberals, <laughs> liberals, have made us a little bit fearful. Now, don't you agree? They made just a well, little. They made us think about it a little bit more, and that's fine. I put a stigma on you. you know what I'm saying that that's not um, like you're a bad person. I feel you know like I was preacher right there. Like, son. like you're a criminal. Like you're a, like you're a criminal, <laughs> you and you're, and you're a, did you feel it right there? <laughs> you, can, you felt the goosebumps. Like you're a morally deprived person if you just shoot something and you don't eat it. You know that what I'm saying? Is, that's dude, what that's the, the yes. mindset. And I don't. That all of a sudden hasn't. That just started kicking in in the last couple of years, dude. That was never. That was never talked about like that. And I'm talking about stupid things like Thomas is saying, coots, ground squirrels, coyotes, all this. Uh, 
what yeah where's the line drawn i don't know how to say this i definitely don't believe in being wasteful but then well, like you said a lot of people think it's, it's called if you're common for, sense yeah they think if you hunt for sport that you're a bad person i'm saying if you hunt for sport, yes for the fun of it right versus hunting for sustenance or for your family you know what I'm saying, yeah. and that mm-hmm. that's their mindset. If you if you hunt for sport, somehow you're. <laughs> you're what topic is this? Because we were deprived. talking about lawful practice. Well, I, I guess know. it does go. It does go with it because lawful practices, it's legal. We were talking about if somebody. It's legal to shoot. Illegal. We're talking about the coot, so it's yeah. legal to do that. And but you were talking about letting it lay. That was just a topic that came up in that conversation. In that conversation about if somebody's doing something unlawful. I'm not gonna lie, guys. I have I've shot a coot and let it lay. Yeah. Now, how, how many? One. Does anybody care? No. Does anybody think? Does anybody want to crucify me right now? Unsubscribe. <laughs> throw, throw us under the bus. I'll never listen to you want to do. I'll never listen to the NBM show again. <laughs> yeah. Coot killers. But, I mean, to a point, that's good, right? I don't think you should be wasteful. No. But, absolutely, I think it's like... Honest to God, I, 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 I picked a dandelion today. I have to eat it because I... <laughs> Eat what I Dude, pick, it does. You it know, gets over the like, top. Seriously. It it's over the top. It is Absolutely. over the top. And the reason I wrote that down is just to, to provoke conversation. But that's that, the kind that of conversations your... we need to have, though. Yeah. You don't... Look it. I've wanted to... Okay, look it. I've wanted to do this. I wanted to do this last year. I didn't do it because I was. I guess I kind of feared what would be... Not necessarily what would be said, but here's here. this was where etiquette came in the picture. I legitimately, in November last year, wanted to do a coot shoot video. Literally. There's mm-hmm. people who have done it on YouTube. No one hates on them. No one badmouths them. They actually do keep them, clean them, and eat them. And that's what I would have done. If I'm going to go shoot 25 coots, you may disagree with me, Thomas. Other people may disagree with me. I would have cleaned them and just probably made like pepper sticks out of them or something. Or I may have fried them up and tried them. I don't know. But here's my, But wait, let me finish. Okay. The reason I did not do that, and I may do it this year, the reason I didn't do it because of etiquette. I did not want to walk. The, the way to kill a bunch of those, I know I, what I could do. I'd get around on the banks in the middle of the day, walk around to the pond where there's 5,000 of them, and one shot I could kill three or four. Yeah, yeah. But there may be dudes out there hunting, trying to hunt. Yeah. Okay, who cares? It may be dead slow. That is not good etiquette, Just regardless the way, right? if there's birds out there or not, yeah. ducks, ducks, to be going around zonking coots when people are trying to hunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's mm-hmm. not etiquette. Right. No, I wouldn't think so. So that's be. why I never did that. But if I go to a parking lot, there ain't a single car in that parking lot. I know there ain't nobody there. there I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. Now that comes back to common sense. And the same thing is I wouldn't really do that because I would... Unless what? Unless it was something like that. No, I'm saying myself. I wouldn't go out to the refuge and shoot 25 because I know that I'm not going to clean clean them and eat them. Yeah, that's fine. So, so no, no. That's what I'm saying though. It's common sense. Like, not only are you ruining somebody else's day, but you know that it's kind of the I guess moral or whatever. It's like I'm not going to go. I don't necessarily think it's wrong, but myself. I'm not going to go through all that just to sh- shoot it and leave it. You and that's I mean? you using common sense. Right. That's you. Yeah, exactly. Like, it does kind of hurt my feelings. I was really wanting you to be part of that. 
Gucci. Oh, I will shoot it since you're cleaning them and if no, you're gonna you eat them all, we'll, you, we'll bring no, out two hundred of them. I will. <laughs> I'll fill freezer bags and go make summer sausage out of it just to say these are coot pepper sticks. But you will help me clean them if you're gonna help me. Shoot no, them. I'll help you clean them. Okay, let's. I do ain't it. gonna help you eat them though. Guys, stay tuned. <laughs> coot shoot video coming up November. <laughs> so hey, that was okay. Hey, now wait, bring, wait, wait. Now, bring some other. Oh yeah, because coot season it. Oh, don't open. That is stupid. That is Coot's stupid. It should be year round. Should be open. No, legitimately. But here's the it thing, should. though. Would it would it hurt the ducks? Uh, I might. Yeah, for nesting and stuff. Yeah, yeah it could. It could kind of mess I up just their coots. I hate them. <laughs> we yeah. need to get off that topic. Okay. No, let's let's. What what's some of the other ones you had tossed about? What if your friends practice unlawful hunting practices? Uh, what about bringing Bring in extra shells? Whoa, whoa, did that just happen? I don't know how many, I honestly don't know how many places actually have that stupid law. Here in California, every one of them do. I know they do. Yeah. 25 guys, one box. And if you shoot those and you still haven't limited, which is. (laughs) (laughs) If it takes you 25 shells to get your seven bird limit. (laughs) How many times have I heard that? I don't know. What do you call it? I've walk, heard it a lot from is, you, what Travis. Do you, what do you call it when you have to walk back to the truck? The walk of shame. The walk of shame. It is a walk of shame because if it does take that, I'm not saying I haven't done it. I've done it plenty of times, but that is ridiculous if you think about it. I've had bad days shooting, man. No, I know. High winds. And if anybody says they haven't, <laughs> <laughs> hurricane weather. Yeah, that's the only time. No, but legitimately, you no, know why? Nobody, nobody can sit there and say they haven't had bad days of shooting, dude. Yeah. No one. No, absolutely. You have, you'll it doesn't be the, mean that they're all... You'll be on, you can't miss the next time you go right. hunting. You cannot hit a bird if it laid a golden egg. Trout, what Trout's is being really quiet. What are you... You're weirding are me you, out right now. I know, you just... Guys, if you could see <laughs> Dude, his awkward look. 4.30. What time is he oh here? Oh, my goodness. goodness. You know what time I got this morning? I have no idea. One fifty. Oh, man. I'm, I'm so, and be, it wasn't for duck hunting. To be young. <laughs> yeah. It was not. If I it was, used to that when I was your age, if too. it was duck hunting, I would have. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, young whippersnapper. <laughs> if it was duck hunting, I'd have popped out of that bed like nothing. Tell you that. Jumped up running. What? what? We, we didn't. We're you, not even talking. You didn't about touch. This. It. We'll touch on it. You brought it up. Is it law? Is it law? Yeah. Is it legal? Is it legal or illegal? It's illegal. It's illegal. That's right said, in the hands. So is that that's your buddy? What if your buddy's got ten extra shells, and you run out? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait! That's different, though, dude. It is different because I don't know how many shells he brought. I don't ask him how many <laughs> oh. shells did you bring today. But if he still got <laughs> shells, you know what I'm saying? I need one or two. I'm like, hey, are you counting so, your buddy's shells in the so, blind? So you couple. So you So you're saying you don't care what you're how uh, you're not thinking about that. So if he don't like broadcast it, then it's not a big deal. Well, honestly, if you don't know it, you, you're not responsible for yeah, that. Yeah, so you don't know. But it's not a big deal, right? But but I'm saying if he does know, that's the question. What do you do if you do know? Say, hey, you know if you get caught, how much the fine is, right? What else are you going to do? That's it. You said it. You did your part. It's You're not carrying them. You're not going to get the fine. You're not no. going to Okay. But let's go deeper here. <laughs> you do know they have extra shells, and you ran out. So, 
<laughs> so now you're going to be really tested. This what? is the test of your true yeah. you sportsman. Got, you got Mallards working, and you both shot your 25, but he's got 10 extra shells. He's got 10. Are sh- you going to walk out of the pond to go get your shell? <laughs> <laughs> this is, yeah. And this is so funny is about this whole conversation is it's stupid that it's taken that many shells to kill that many birds. Let's say, let's paint a picture here. Morning of opener you got teal all around you shoot three four whatever they're buzzing around you haven't shot since last year you're rusty this and that you're shooting cripples that your kids have shot at whatever the case may be because cripples will eat up your shells especially if they're absolutely their head pops up that's why boss shot shot needs to sponsor us okay so let's say you run out you got four birds you got, or let's say you got five. Let's say you got five birds. What does it matter? No what's, it, what's it really matter? You got, you got two birds left to shoot. It's the afternoon. It's the afternoon now. <laughs> All of a sudden, what is that whistling up in the air? It's mallards. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say pintails. Oh well, even hey, same pintails, mallards, whatever. You. Have ran out, and your buddy <laughs> you has shot it. in twenty five, but he brought an extra ten. What do you do? I'm saying it, yeah. If you know, are you gonna walk out, or are you gonna use one or two spares? That's all individual base. If you're asking me on a public podcast, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm walking out. I'm walking out. <laughs> I'm walking all the way back. I don't care if it's three miles. <laughs> <laughs> Uphill both ways. Are you sure there's a big pintail right there? That's dude. That's come down to your morals. That's a very tough test. It is a tough test. Absolutely. What are you gonna say, Travis? Stop letting your wheels spin and just listen. No, you want to say say Every, everybody. To be frankly one. honest, if somebody has shells and I run out and they're willing to give me some shells. I can't help it if they hand them to me. You know I'm saying, here, take some. You know what I'm saying? That would be rude for me to say, no, I'm not going to take your shells. <laughs> I am <laughs> shocked right now. Oh, my goodness. Get out of this house. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> if you wouldn't have brought them, I wouldn't have asked for them. <laughs> but, but here's the thing, though. Here's the, th- here's the thing. What if uh, he, you, he didn't tell you, and you don't know, but he still has shells, so you, technically you wouldn't know that they were one of his 25. Well, I don't know if the ones he hands me are the ones that were the first 25 that were legal versus the extra 10. This is horrible. For oh, my goodness. This no. is horrible for etiquette. We're talking Seriously, though, no. it's not worth getting caught with extra shells. No, bottom line. No, uh, Or non... Uh, yeah. Or, or toxic shells. Toxic lead shells, whatever, yeah. whatever the case may be. Well, say somebody brings in 10 extra shells, right? How many yeah. birds are you going to kill with 10 shells? If right. you if, if you're already having a bad day and you didn't kill him with yeah. 25, you know what right. I'm saying? Uh-huh. Is that one more bird worth worth the right? You know what yeah. else? Man, I feel like there's a lot more stuff that we could have went over on that though. But well, what would you like to talk about, sir? Well, it's just what do you? Yeah, let's just move on. That's fine because it's we're already at 53 minutes and we still got like four more deals. So uh, okay, I'm gonna skip that one because we already talked about it. Uh, okay, this is a big one. This is big, and I don't hear nobody talking about this either. But this is something that really 
needs to be talked about and fixed, and that is courtesy in front of kids or women in front of like the check station or like on the boat ramp or wherever you're at that you're getting ready to go out and there's a bunch of people around. The deal is, look it, if you want to cuss, that's up to you. That's your deal. I, I am not going to sit here and tell you you can't do this, whatever. You live your own life, whatever. It has nothing to do with it. But when you got seven, eight-year-old kids that are you're trying to get into the sport and you guys got, got guys in front of them that see them dropping the F-bomb or talking dirty or whatever, stuff like that, that is bad etiquette. That's bad etiquette. Yeah. Dude. Bottom line, come on. I think that's just general... I mean that's not just a the ducks duck uh check station. I know that, but we're talk that's what we're yeah. talking about is to change those yeah. kind of things. I mean and then there's a lot of guys that aren't even, aren't going to care about that too. I mean until they might get a little older uh and have kids of their own, you know what I mean? Right. Or or old old older guys, you know, too. There's there's a lot of older guys that are pretty pretty bad too, you know. Yeah. Well, here's the thing and we were talking about this before the podcast is you know, before back, and I say back in the day, but it's not even that long ago. It's still my lifetime where when there was women around, you would have guys, oh, I'm sorry. You know, if they said something bad or, or cursed or something, they would apologize because a woman or a lady was there. <laughs> no, for reals, man. No, no. I but was then just you, got, you got something. women out there that are more foul than the dudes are. It's like, come on. I mean, I whatever. Yeah. I, I get it. Like. I'd get it, but I don't, because it's like they're trying to fit in with the dudes, which is kind of weird. <laughs> you got the women trying to be men and men trying to be women. That's the world we live in today. But it's just like only in California. <laughs> no, I hate that. Yeah, yeah, I know. It That's, ain't only in California. It's not. Dude. It's not. But um, I think we need to work on that. As far as etiquette goes, I think we need to be thinking about that, talking about that, and you know. Whether or not, I'm not saying I'm going to go around, hey, man, you know, in front of the kid. Now, if I take a kid, I don't know. I shouldn't say that because there has been times that that's happened. It does tick me off when I have a young kid hunting and these guys are talking like that. Yeah, it's, it's annoying. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like come on, dude. Can't like, you speak proper English? Yeah, let's or, not use so many adjectives for yeah. five minutes of your life around yeah, exactly. young kids. It's not that hard to talk without saying Yeah, I mean, word. it's one thing. Like on a job or something with full grown. Well, yeah. I mean, or you know, even if there's no nothing around, whatever. Yeah. But it's like you got dudes telling nasty stories of this weekend right in front of a eight year old. Yeah. Or you know, ten year old, whatever. Yeah. It's like, come on, dude. That's yeah. Kind of. I mean, there's people that might not care. If if you know, there's some people I'm sure that don't. Really, obviously, if you think about it. Obviously, there's people that you don't know, care. No, I mean, if, if you're talking about like that yeah. in front of their kid or whatever. Yeah. But well, I, mean, I mean, if they're willing to talk in front of your, ki- your kid, they're probably willing to talk in front of right. their kid. Yeah. Yeah. As it comes back down to common sense, it does. It's just bottom line, it does, dude. Yeah. I mean, I guess, too, how you were raised. I don't know. Yeah. It's just... To me, I guess to us it sounds like common sense, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's not common. Maybe people, you know, parents and generations don't teach that like they used to. I don't know. But I just think the the courtesy around like the public spots and stuff like that. I think we one thing we could change that, make that better is pay attention to that. Have some awareness. 
yeah of, of your surroundings you know and if you do like oh my god you know i've had people oh i'm sorry i didn't you know i didn't see you know you had kids yeah. right there you know and it's like man i actually respect that mm-hmm. you know maybe just because they don't talk like i do i don't expect mm-hmm. that from people right. that is not what i expect yeah <clears throat> but if you just have awareness Dude, there's a difference you can tell when people absolutely are just being like blatantly just going off yeah and then and then there's some people that just oh, oh like catches them they don't realize it. like oh oh hey man sorry and here's the other thing you don't have to have no spirituality or no. religion that's what people always want to blame oh you know you're religious or you're spiritual and that's what no 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 that is like guys we didn't you don't have to have none of that uh 20 30 years ago no. it had nothing to do with it it was just it was just etiquette it yeah, was exactly. proper upbringing raising so anyways I guess I'm doing all the talking on that one. Travis is staring at me over here. It's too late. It's like he's, nine o'clock. He's Travis shut down is, in his mind. His mind <laughs> is, it's Betty by time. Uh, maybe I can get Travis worked up on this one. Loitering in the parking lot. Don't even get me started on that one. So, guys, if you're out there and you've taken your birds, don't clean your birds in the parking lot. Don't, don't barbecue. Don't cook no, your breakfast. Well, you need to be more specific. Need to be more specific because the parking lot's kind of general, right? True. Let's say if it's someplace where people are trying to backfill, <clears throat> you know people are trying to backfill, but you go out there and you've killed your birds, and you take your sweet time getting back to the parking lot. I'm not saying to you have right. to be an Olympic sprinter. No. You get to the parking get out lot. Of your waders, put your you gear clean up. your gun. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You wash off your decoys. You groom and pet your dog, and then you cook a barbecue out there. And you know there are people waiting. To me, that is so rude, and I, I'm being over exaggerated, of course. Not really, but you know what I'm saying. It seems mm-hmm. like, dude, there was that guys with lawn chairs. A lot of times, there was they're guys sitting back there eating potluck dinner, and other guys are, are trying to get into the refuge. Just because you drew a reservation doesn't mean that you, you know, what I'm saying should you have on the spot for the day. Yeah, I mean, come on, it's like have some courtesy. Yeah, no, we went back to that one time. Those dudes had all their lawn chairs sitting out, and they were barbecuing. Yep, when they could have came out of that. Yep. Came in the other parking lot and did all that. They and let someone right else in go in the parking lot where everybody's waiting and, and had their barbecue, <clears> talked <throat> all day long till the sun went down. Yeah, the mosquitoes sucked all their blood out. I'm saying, and let somebody else get out there and take advantage of of. Uh, that was probably one of the worst etiquettes. So what they're right trying now. to say is there's a check station, and when you you uh, get a spot to hunt, you go back to another parking lot, whether wherever it's at on the refuge, and people cannot backfill. Until you come out of the parking lot where you hunted out of, yeah, because you're assigned ponds back to the check station main main parking lot. Yeah. So basically, what these guys were doing is they'd hunted, you know, all day, and then they came back to their truck in their hunting parking lot, and they started just chilling all day. When there's there's people, um, you know, waiting at the check station for people to come out to be able to backfill and and hunt. So. <laughs> And we didn't get in till what two, two, three o'clock. We'd waited like most of the day last mm-hmm. year, and we finally somebody finally came out, and we came back. We came back to that parking lot, and there's dudes sitting around barbecuing, just doing whatever, just chilling, sitting down, whatever. It's like, really, man? I mean, I don't know. And technically, they're not allowed to do that. They're not supposed to do that. Because a lot of times guys will tell people that people are back there doing that. Yeah. And they'll drive, the people that work the check station will drive out there and tell them they need to get out. 
Yeah. That's jacked, dude. It is. That's jacked. You're I don't doing, care you're who doing you that, are. Yeah, you're doing that on purpose when you do that. Absolutely. Stuff. They know exactly Absolutely. how the system works. Yeah. You know what you know what I mean? Whatever. It's not like you said, it's not like you gotta like I gotta hurry up and get out of here so someone can get in here. Absolutely not. Yeah. But it's like, dude, once you get your stuff together, put it in the truck, drive out. There's it's a gravel lot here. It's a even bigger gravel lot out there. You can do the exact same thing, just like you're yeah. saying. It's not like you gotta drive out somewhere. No. You could do the exact same thing and let somebody backfill. It's like yep. Just being courteous. Yeah. Thinking about others more than just yourself. Do you think think they knew? Do you think they knew? Or do you think? Well, if they've hunted any amount of time, they would know. Well, they knew. That goes back to being taught. Yeah. But I think in this particular case, they knew. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. So I think we've covered some pretty good topics. I mean, you have that. I don't know if you want to talk about that last one. I don't know if that even happens many places. You wrote down hanging ducks on your <laughs> on your uh, <laughs> mirror. <laughs> your strap of ducks. You know what I'm saying? It's it's kind of like back it's in showboaty. Yeah, but you know what? Back in the day, when somebody killed a deer, I mean, put I've seen I've hood. seen old photos. They they put, put it on, on the, the hood because they were proud. You know what I'm saying they went out, they yeah. went out, and they they were successful. Yeah, and, and it's it's kind of a, a catch twenty two because. You know, we're, we're so concerned about how other people view hunters and, and all this stuff, you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, oh, that looks bad. That's negative. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then you got people probably flipping you off going down the road or whatever, you know. But um, I think it's looked at different ways, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, when I when I, when I take something in hunting, yeah, I don't, I, I want other people to see it, you know what I'm saying? To share, to share it. I mean, that's, that's some of the part of hunting, you know what I'm saying? Like, check this out. This is cool. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think it's a catch-22 because, I mean, I don't mind seeing birds hanging off somebody's, you know, windshield or whatever. Obviously, they killed them. They're, they're not going to come back to alive and fly away. Then You know what I'm saying? They're going to probably eat them. But I don't know. It's it's hard because some people are like, oh, that's that's bad etiquette, whatever. And I don't hang ducks on my window and drive down the road. But I know I get too embarrassed about doing that. You know what I'm saying? But if you even shot, though we make videos of hunting, yeah. it's like we don't. I don't know. But I remember as a kid, you know, with deer hunting, which is different than duck hunting. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're driving back and you see somebody's got a, a buck in the back of their truck, mm-hmm. what happens? Everybody comes around, and checks it out. Yeah. Like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, that's cool. so yeah. cool. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nice Same, deer, yeah. nice buck. You know what I'm saying? It was mm-hmm. something to be admired and, and but to I, look at. When guys drive up when they're leaving the refuge and they got straps of birds, I like walking up and checking them out too, though. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes guys don't like it though. Have you know, some guys like oh, yeah. be some real like, secret. They yeah. crack their. It's like yeah. okay. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's bad etiquette to do that. I think or that's something. Yeah, that personal that brings people together though. Really, just yeah. like you're saying. Yeah. Like like elk hunting, you got you can't help but see the rack of an elk if it's in the back of the truck. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's such a big animal. You see you see that going down, or you see it parked, or whatever. It usually does draw a crowd. It's like, ah, yeah. yeah, cool. You know, a it's a camaraderie type of yeah. deal. Like, wow, wow, cool. You know, did good or how'd it happen or just whatever. You know, that's that's one of the things that I enjoy as yeah. as a hunter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hey, man, good. You know, congratulations or yeah. good job or good like, day. Yeah, you yeah, had like an awesome day. Right on, man. Looks good or just whatever. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. a camaraderie. Yeah, you see different things like that. You know what I'm saying? Like people taking taking pictures of. Uh, a duck stuck in the end of their duck barrel with its bill, and be like, "Oh, that's that's yeah. disrespectful or whatever." Yeah, 
the bird's dead. It's not yeah. coming back alive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. There were, what was that? I seen something else the other day about that. They they were saying you were disrespecting the bird. Oh, I know what it was. It was a picture. You of, killed it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm, that goes back to what I was saying about people being too over the top. Yeah. With judging every single little thing you exactly. do. Exactly. But but again, you're asking for it when you post it online. Mm-hmm. You're asking for it. Because you're going to get a whole gauntlet of opinions. You're going to get people that never seen nothing like that. You're going to get tree huggers. You're going to get liberals. You're going to get conservatives. You're going to get hunters, non-hunters, PETA. <laughs> yeah, everything. So, and you don't know these. They could say, well, these guys, uh, you know, they have hunt, hunting pictures, so they should. It, well, you don't know, man. I mean. These are people from different parts of the world. You have no clue. Yeah. So if you post something online, don't get your feelings all hurt. And that's the thing is I can speak from personal experience. All three of us in this room can. As when we first first started posting videos, you were exposing yourself to the world. And you better be ready for anything that's going to be said about you. You better have thick skin. And at first, I would react to that. I wouldn't really say in the comments, but I'd get mad. Like, what? What is this dude's problem? Now, actually, I'll be dead honest. Before God, I laugh at people's comments now that say stuff. And it's true laugh. It's not like I'm just laughing to just try to fake like it doesn't bother me and it really doesn't. No, it doesn't because it's Well, it's a foreign mindset to you. uh, Yeah. Well, just like I don't know, some just some of the comments just people say like, "Oh, you need to dispatch that bird." And it's like, yeah, you're right. You, you know, I was so excited. For instance, one of the videos when I shot the band in Mallard and Brocky brought it back, it, it actually bugs me now to watch that because that bird has his wings straight out when I'm holding him around the neck. Because uh-huh. he he was like, you know what I mean? Both his wings were straight out. He yeah. wasn't dead yet. But I was so pumped and didn't even notice it. That I'm Thomas is videoing me and I'm sitting there, man, I can't believe Rocky found this, that. And then eventually 30, 45 seconds, maybe a minute into it, I noticed he was still alive and then I used the finisher and then kept talking. Yeah. So, but people don't know that. And people will comment, you need to dispatch that bird. That's so disrespectful, blah, blah, blah. And I just think it's funny because it's like, dude, we're exposed in ourselves to anything people can see, notice. Yeah. You know, so just don't let that bother you. Yeah, like if, I, I mean, I wouldn't because, I mean, think yeah. about it. People have shot stuff that ran off, you know what I'm saying, bow hunters. The deer runs off, you know what I'm saying, and it runs, you know, quarter exactly. of a mile. It's, it is still alive, but obviously it didn't die, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah, I, I'm not talking about, you know, being cruel for the sake of being cruel to something. That's not our mindset when we go out there at all. You shoot a bird, it's still alive, you know what I'm saying? How many times have you chased right. a bird for three minutes trying to catch it when you didn't have a dog shooting at it? Mm-hmm. The bird's still alive. It's wounded. Same as you holding it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I think it's your mindset. You know what I'm saying? You're not going in there trying to disrespect right, this right. bird. And, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's that fine line. I think it's become, that's, that's we've become too such deep. a soft, I know. soft it's, society. It's getting is, too you know what I'm deep, saying? Dude. Where where everything you, you look at is wrong. Everybody's got yeah, an opinion. That's you know what I'm saying? It's too much. It's, man. Been, it's, it's, it's just it's sensitive. It's sensitive. It's and, so sensitive. Yeah. It's, that's too much. That's really the big issue. If you were, you could dig into that for a long time, yeah. Because that's it's over the top, man. Get your color crowns out. Yeah, like good night, man. And you see it more now than ever because of all these, 
Yeah. These everything's coming out, everyone's coming out of the word works because there's so much stuff on social media, you know? Exactly. So I think we're gonna end that. That was probably a good topic, actually. That kind of brought more better conversation, even though we were just talking about hanging ducks originally. But anyway, you guys, uh, appreciate everybody for listening. And uh, if you can, give this a rating and review. And follow us on uh, Instagram and Facebook, Mid Valley Mercenaries. And then also on YouTube, we do lots of videos. We're in third, going into our third season of recording our hunts. And plan is, as always, to make this season better than the last and do better on the filming and better quality and try to make you guys feel like you're right there with us. If you haven't checked us out on YouTube and you just listen to the podcast, you really should. I think you guys will enjoy the channel and we try to make it to where it's relatable and personable to the viewer. That uh, stuff that you can do, we hunt public land and that's how it's always been. So anyway, guys, appreciate you listening and we'll see you on the next one.